the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bob Bernie Live again. Thank you for joining me. Uh, this, this should be shocking. It should be shocking, but it's not. Uh, a Howard University law professor has called on the name uh, the, pardon me. Can I start that over? Would that be okay? All right. A Howard University law professor has called on the United Nations to set up an international reparations tribunal to explore options to offer justice to black Americans for slavery. Okay. So this guy, a law professor from Howard University, wants the United Nations to set up a tribunal that's like a court with authority, with power. The implication is, and I want to make it clear, this is the implication— the implication is that the United Nations was would be given the power and the authority to investigate whether this country or that country or this country should play pay black citizens reparations for slavery, and the United Nations would have the authority to enforce that. Okay, that would be shocking enough. But this is even more shocking. The uh, professor's name is Justin Hansford, and he has been appointed by President Joe Boyd, pardon me, by President Joe Biden to the, quote, UN Permanent Forum on People of African Descent. This man is a Biden administration appointee to the United Nations. And he is proposing that the United Nations have the power and the authority to force the United States of America to pay reparations. Uh, What about uh, the sovereignty of nations? We don't care. What about the independence of nations? Yeah, we don't care. And then get this, talk about misrepresenting, misconstruing, misinterpreting. Professor Hansford said, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech lays out the argument for reparations, 
But the speech has been distorted, sanitized, and drained of its true racial vision. Now, what is he referring to? Well, let me read his words. Despite that, I believe we can now safely say that Dr. King's assertion that the U.S. Constitution was a promissory note which came back marked insufficient funds for its Negro citizens, and he did say that. In other words, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was saying the Constitution of the United States did promise equality, but so far... As far as black Americans, it had been marked insufficient funds. Now, was Dr. Martin Luther King actually talking about money? Of course he wasn't. He was talking about equality, freedom, liberty, where we would judge a person's character, not the color of their skin. You really have to distort the I have a dream speech to interpret it to mean that Dr. Martin Luther King believed that equality was all about money. That's not what Dr. Martin Luther King believed. Oh, my goodness. Uh, This guy goes on. The promissory note, the check that he demanded, according to the terms of the U.S. Constitution, was never cashed. And 60 years ago until today, the wealth gap between African Americans, white Americans, remains exactly the same. Ah, that's not true. That's not true. So 60 years later, it's up to us to now acknowledge him as the visionary he is, because after all these years, it's now clear, more clear now than ever, that reparations is what justice looks like in the 21st century. I'm not an expert on anything, and I'm not an expert on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Don't don't pretend to be one. But I've read enough, know enough, have read the I Have a Dream speech from beginning to end several times to know that's not what he was advocating. He was not talking about reparations. And here is an appointee by Joe Biden, appointed to an influential office at the United Nations, suggesting that the United Nations have power and authority over the nation that appointed him to be a part of the United Nations. In other words, he is suggesting that the nation that appointed him to be a part of the United Nations would become subservient to the United Nations and could be forced to pay reparations by the United Nations. The liberal leftists do not believe in national sovereignty. They don't. They want a one-world government. Oh, where have I read that? Hmm, one world government. Um, hmm, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. The Bible talks about a time in the future. A time in the future when we would live under the satanic rule of one government. 
And uh, we have seen America headed in that direction for a long time, but we've been going very, very slow. I mean, we were like in a school zone, you know? Do you hate school zones as much as I do? Now, I'm not fighting them. I realize we need them. I want kids to be safe, but I, I hate school zones. Well, we've been headed towards a one-world gov- government at 20 miles an hour. Uh, when Barack Obama became president, oh, we jumped up to about 45. Uh, when, when Joe Biden became president, man, we got on the interstate. And it's not long before we're going to be on the Autobahn. And there will be no speed limit whatsoever. We are headed so fast to giving up our sovereignty. And this is the message from the progressive liberal left. Whether it's Bernie Sanders or AOC or almost any of the other progressive leftists, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, they all desire that we relinquish our sovereignty as Americans because America is not a good country, according to them. We have what they love to refer to as the national sin. And yes, slavery was a very, very dark time in our country. And we should not diminish that. But America has done so very, very much good, not only in our country, but around the world. We have been the haven. And if America is as bad as the leftists tell us that it is, why do we have millions, millions of people risking their lives to enter our country illegally? Can somebody explain that to me? If we really are that bad, if racism is really that bad, if there is so much oppression and poverty in America, why is it that millions of people literally are willing to risk their lives to come into the United States of America? It makes no sense. But most of the ideology, philosophy, and politics of the liberal left does not make sense. All right, I'm going to take a break. All right, don't you take a break. Don't go away. I'm still here. Might get a drink of water, but I'll be here when we return. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Uh, let's go to the phones, and I've got Bob in Gehanna on the line. Hey, Bob, thank you for calling. Welcome. You're on the air. Okay. Hello. How are you? 
Bob, I am well. Thank you for asking. Okay. Left-leaning listeners, uh, I want to address a couple of the points you made. The first okay. one is about how bad, whether racism is really bad. In order to measure that, you uh, look at the people that are most adversely affected by it. Uh, I'd like to use uh, Nazi Germany as an example. I know that's a terrible thing to do because there's no comparison between America and Nazi Germany, but I'll use it for to make a point. Uh, during Nazi Germany, maybe you know more about this history of this place tonight, Germany than I do, but it seemed like if you were a German or if you were on the, the winning side, the, the, the side that was in power, in charge, you probably didn't get treated that bad. But if you were a Jewish person, you know, you were in danger. You got treated bad. So okay. to, to judge Germany, you look at how they treated the Jews. To judge America, you look at how it has treated and continues to treat black people and Native Americans. Okay, and how does America treat black Americans and I'm Native a black Americans? person. I'm yeah. here to tell you it's terrible. It's bad. And you may not white people don't know this because it's not happening to them. Uh how who elected uh Barack Obama to president? Uh a little bit of everybody, I suppose. Okay. Uh, so we've had a black president. We've got a black vice president. Uh, we've had black chiefs of staff. We've had two black secretaries of state. Uh, we just, have that, that here in here well here in Columbus, we have a black police chief, a black deputy uh, police chief. We have a city council that is predominantly black. That doesn't sound like That's, a whole lot of oppression, Bob. That stuff means nothing. You got to look at how. Whoa, 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 whoa! What, what do you? How can you say that it means nothing? Are you because saying that the fact are, that that we had a black president means nothing? He he didn't do anything to help black people. Those are token positions. They're they're just put there to look to look good. Who put they, them there? Wait, 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 wait! Who put them there? We all put them there. So can, can I mention my second point? Yeah, well, sure, sure. Go ahead. Okay, my second point. You talked about uh, why, if, if America is so bad, why so many people coming here, risking their lives, blah blah blah. Yeah. A lot of people are not coming here. They're not coming here from Canada, Italy, France, because they know they're better off where they are. The people who are coming here is because it looks like someone from the ruling classes has gone down to Mexico, uh, Guatemala, and those places and lured them here. You look around and see how many Mexican restaurants, Mexican businesses you see in Columbus versus wait, black what? businesses. Who, wait, who, who, are, who, are the, who among the ruling class went to Honduras and Venezuela and Nicaragua? Who who was who who were they? Bob? I can't I can't name them because that was probably done in secret. But I can tell you one thing: if you can you can see you can see with their own eyes. You go to any con major construction site where they're putting up a building. 
the majority of people doing the work are Mexicans. Oh. That hurts all Americans. That hurts I, black Americans, white Americans, I, everybody. On the, I would agree with you on that. I would agree with you on that. Uh, well, Bob, I, I'm glad that you called. Obviously, we don't agree, but I am glad that you called, and I'm glad we can have a sensible, calm discussion. So thank you. Thank you for being there. Thank you for calling. All right? Still there? Uh, evidently not. Okay. Uh if you speak on this topic, uh, if you've heard about this, I hope you'll 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 look at the video. Senator Tim Scott was on the View. I can't imagine any conservative of any race agreeing to be on the View, but Tim Scott did, and I'll I'll be really honest with you. Most conservatives that go on The View get chewed up and spit out by those left-leaning women. Tim Scott did an extraordinary job on this thing that we were just talking about, America, black opportunity, black oppression, and so forth. If you have not seen Tim Scott on The View, I encourage you in the strongest terms, do a little internet search, just put... Tim Scott on The View, and watch the video. This man is extraordinary. He is unbelievably articulate, bright, and what a case. He literally made the women on The View and the audience speechless. Seriously, take a look at it. They had no comeback whatsoever. Take a look at it. Tim Scott. Uh, Does he have a chance to be president? Probably not. I think he'd be a good one. But boy, would he make an incredible vice president. Are you listening, Ron DeSantis? What a ticket that would be. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.